And what's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another edition of New Normal Wrestling. Introducing your hosts, first, we are graced by the presence of podcast royalty. Roll out the red carpet and tip the crown to the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson. Next, the Doctor of Desire is in, filling your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption. You can't brother out without the good brother himself. Let's give it up for Dr. Kayfabe Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the one, the only, the podcast prince. Let me tilt the crown to the right. The one, the only, Wade Elson, and we are back with a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. We like to hashtag make it pop with that next level pop. We have a lot to talk about. We have people signing. We have Royal Rumbles. We have aftermath of the Royal Rumble to talk about. But I can't do this one alone, and it feels right that I brought in the one true person who could help me with a situation like this. He is the R-Truth to my Dom for that special moment in the Rumble that we will talk about later. He is the one, the only. He provides you with so many kayfabe consumption prescriptions, whatever you need. He is the doc on the hot spot, but I got him here hanging out with me. Good brother Phil, how are you doing today, sir? Tag me in, brother Wade. I'm coming in hot. Coming (laughs) in hot. Let's go. Let's go. Listen, everybody. First of all, I want to apologize because I had some major technical difficulties last week and God damn did it show when the episode went live. You guys did not hear a single word I said, and I sincerely apologize. Now, while I'm at it, somebody is showing off the only thing cooler than the Stanley Cup than a new fresh Stanley Cup, and that would be his Royal Rumble bug. Brother Wade, what you got there? I have the Royal Rumble. This was given to us at um for the on location pass. Nice. This is the family. I'm calling it a family, not a Stanley. That's a family right. cup, which we got the exclusive on location ones. It was the it is the Red Royal Rumble Cup. I was their cup. The one in the superstore was kind of like was ugly. It's the same color, but it was just blue. Meh. Man, this one is better, and it's really nice. dope. So I got to say, like, man, what a dope time. So, but, by the way, I, w- I do want to ask you one thing about your time at the Royal Rumble with Jess. Yes. How are the seats? And the reason why I ask is, for those who don't know, the Trop- uh, Tropicana Field is the home stadium of the Tampa Bay Rays. So the seats for the field and the view tend to be a little bit set back and a little bit elevated the way they are. So how did you feel overall for the event? Uh, well, I want to give a shout out to our good brother, Cliff, uh, who came to clutch with the seats. Nice. Uh, much love to him. The seats we had were pretty dope. I'm not going to lie, but I don't know, maybe from a home perspective, I'll ask you how, how you feel about it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought we had a pretty good crowd, like the way they were popping off for things and certain yeah. things like that. But from what I was told TV wise, it didn't come off like that. So there were, let's get right into it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that was actually one of my, you know, I like to do uh 
three big stories coming out of a, out of a pay-per-view like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go right into that one. First and foremost was the crowd itself. Um, the perception from the, for me as a member of the viewing audience, there were probably about five or six superstars whose entrances seemed less than stellar based on the fan rate, the, the fan reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and the couple people who jumped out immediately for me were Candice LeRae, uh, Katana Chance, and Caden Carter. Um, who else? Uh, there was Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell, yes. So, and there might have been one person on the men's side who I can't think of off the top of my head. So, yeah. So some of those receptions felt a little quiet. Mm-hmm. Now on the other side of it, when Liv came out or Jordan Grace, right? Or Jade. Or Jade. Uh, dude, Jade's uh, reaction, um, the crowd, you could definitely feel the pop in the audience for that. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely could because my good brother who, my good brother Cliff, shout out to him once again. Um, he had never seen Jade wrestle. He had he had knew, he had seen little dips and dabs of clips online, but never got mm-hmm. the full Jade experience. He only saw what he saw in AEW. And I I'll even throw Jess in there too. She wasn't a big fan of Jade in AEW. Mm-hmm. So when she came out for the Rumble and the reaction, she said, "I get it now." Yeah, I completely get it. Mm-hmm. I get why she's a big deal. Yep. Like, AW kind of set it up for her to be a big star. Mm-hmm. WWE only enhances it. Yes. And I'll speak from my personal experience, having seen her live during the TBS Championship Tournament mm-hmm. and the match against Ruby Soho. I remember how we said she has so much pot- potential but she feels so raw and some of the spots with Ruby were just a little dangerous in times mm-hmm. Yeah, to see, to see the growth and development that she displayed in her time in AEW and now coming into eight into WWE. It is a complete 180. She is a completely different wrestler than she was two years ago. Oh, absolutely. It's good. It's, it's great it's, it's to see presentation. It's yes. the presentation. It's what, mm-hmm. It's what we were given, and it's just I am so, so excited to see what she does. I feel like we I know the direction for her, what's mm-hmm. coming. You definitely yeah. hinted at it several times in the Rumble, but I see her future, and we'll probably touch on that later on. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the Royal Rumble a little bit. Um, yeah, let's start. Let's start with the women's Royal Rumble, shall we? Let's go right into it. Let's go into I, it. I'll tell you. What I know you're already going to say, women's Royal Rumble match kicked the shit out of the men's match. Just bodied it. Yes. Bodied it. The women's I gave Royal the Rumble women's... was the best match on the entire show. A hundred percent. And I gave it a straight A right oh, off yeah, the bat. Absolutely. As absolutely. soon as that match started, it was very well paced. Great surprises. Jordan Grace, Liv Morgan, Jade Cargill. Um, uh, you know, just some of just some of the the major talking points, um, but 
Yeah, the women's match definitely for me really did it. Uh, Bailey coming out of the three hole to end up on top. Uh, it was very poetic the way that the story was told because it wasn't that um, I love the fact that the story, it wasn't the story that she was abandoned by damage control. It was the fact that she was left to fend on her own with Asuka getting knocked out early, Kyrie Sane getting eliminated. Um, which I that, feel was a botched end, which was a botched elimination. I yes, feel that like was the, a, which was clearly yeah. shown because Asuka mm-hmm. then told uh from what the cameras call eliminate me, eliminate mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yep. So uh so I really did like that story being told about Bailey having to do it on her own. Um and, and being left out there when she was trying to earn the respect of and the support of everyone else in damage control. Right, Rhea? That's right. That's right, young lady. Rhea agrees. Yep, Rhea agrees. Honestly, it's just it's so dope that, like you said, the Rumble was so well-paced. Bailey, who I picked wholeheartedly, picked her to win, deserved Mm -hmm. that. And the crowd was on her side the entire night. Yes. Yep, a well-deserved so. well match at Mania. And this is the time to now give her her one-on-one. Yep. Bailey has never had a one-on-one WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. And it's time. So who is it? Is it EO or is it Rhea? What's your What's your quick take on this? It's EO. It's EO. It's obviously EO. I thought EO. so, too. I thought it's so, too. It's obviously EO because... Um, and we'll talk about it later in the aftermath part, and we we also gonna talk about Vengeance Day predictions. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot to cover oh, in a shit. little bit of time. Um, I just want to touch on one more thing from the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I, as a fan, was so excited of the TNA inclusion of Jordan Grace. Yes, as a you guys know, those who listen, those who know me outside of this podcast joint. No, I have been a Jordan Grace fan for a while now, for a very, very long time. And to see her get that recognition and get that shine, I fully, fully was so happy for her. Um, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the text message I sent to Wade Ilson at 820 on Saturday evening, mm -hmm. quote, you have way too many of your favorites in this ring right now, bud. To yeah. which an hour and 10 minutes later, got the after having the full experience, quote, Wade Elson to Kayfabe Phil, bro, I cried at this. <laughs> yep. It was, it was one of those moments, man. And like seeing Jordan get that love, and now she's one of the most talked about stars from that rumble. And she didn't even win. Mm-hmm. But to see what she did, who she got to mesh up with a little bit, it only puts TNA and her in a bigger spotlight. So Listen, much and, so that I yeah. can't that I can't I will say this now. She is definitely gonna probably be one of our top female stars come next year at the end of the year when we oh, do our percent. Absolutely, 100%. Um, again, from us as the viewer, listening to Corey Graves describe Jordan Grace to Pat McAfee as having muscles in places you didn't know were places. Mm-hmm. 
was one of the dopest things and I've ever heard. I don't know if you saw the backstage photo of uh, her and AJ Styles together. Yeah. Flexing. The fact that Jordan Grace has bigger muscles than AJ Styles right now. Insane. And we talked about how buffed out AJ got in his time away from the ring. Mm-hmm. That's saying something. Listen, Jordan Grace, girl, you damn, you got it. That's it. I think that yep. sums it up. She just has yep. it. And yeah. And she was only, yeah. and she was only the, you know, the, the, the first case in the women's Royal Rumble of big meaty gals throwing hands. Because oh, then we she had, was. we had Bianca show up. And then obviously when Jade came in, complete and game changer. And Naya. Naya. Yep. And the seat, so. and, Props to Naomi. Naomi, we didn't give Naomi no love here. Oh sh- yeah, there, there's so much to talk about, dude. Naomi, Naomi mm-hmm. showing up, a well-deserved number two spot, and I'm so happy to see her back. Yeah, so much, so much so. And I, ooh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later. But overall, I'm just gonna say this: the Women's World Rumble was fantastic. It is on our match of the year list. Um, yes. And it's only February, guys. It's literally February 1st as they're recording this. So, yep. yes, the the Women's Royal Rumble stands out to me as one of my favorite matches of the year and of the night. Yeah. Um, what else from the Rumble do you want to touch on? Do you so, want to touch on the Men's Rumble? We'll, we'll touch on the Men's Rumble, and I'll do it this way. So one of my other big takeaways from this Royal Rumble was – Obviously, the Royal Rumble is always a great place for WWE to set up WrestleMania storylines, yes. right? For the for the for the undercard and for the main, you know, for the main events, obviously too, but especially for the undercard. Boy, were they very blatant and outright in um, setting up some of these WrestleMania under undercard stories, and even um, you know, not just one on ones, but like setting up. Um, quite you know, who does Cody really go after? Because mm-hmm. in the immediate aftermath, going you know immediately seeking out Roman Reigns, but then obviously, given what happened with CM Punk, immediately pivoting, and now you know possibly going after Seth Rollins, and for good reason. The other one for me, dude. I, I don't know if we could handle Bianca Belair and Jade Cargill at WrestleMania. I think too we much could. too fast. Too much no. too fast. No, 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 no. I, I, I raised the stakes in that one for you. Mm-hmm. Also, there's somebody else you need to give a major shout out to in the men's rumble. And I, he won me over big in the, in the men's mm-hmm. rumble. I Hope. think you know who I'm talking about. Who's that? Braun Breaker. Yes. Yes. Braun Breaker really won me over this. Braun Breaker gets a gold star from the MV from the Royal Rumble. Oh, absolutely. Came in crushing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. But to go back to what you said, I do think we can get um, Jade and Bianca and have a match that just means something and is pivotal to what. women's wrestling represents and i know i think Mm -hmm. the path they're gonna set up for it will begin on smackdown this week and lead into monday Mm -hmm. because um props to cody for winning we'll Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll touch on that too yep i think 
what's going to happen is we are setting up now the elimination chamber for the women and it's going to start with what happens on smackdown this uh, as of this recording okay all right and and i think i sent you the match i have in mind and who are the combatants and i think you Mm -hmm. agreed to it and you said yeah it makes sense that totally works yeah no and um if it's what I was thinking of, is it the one with the last six entrants? Yes. Going for a match. Yeah, because we we actually talked about that as a um a fantasy book on the men's side with mm-hmm. the possibility of Seth Rollins not being ready for WrestleMania given his uh the condition of his knee injuries right now. Mm-hmm. So we just took that storyline and we just put it on the ladies' side. It's a great idea. Right. Yep, a great idea. Hey, I just want to I want to kind of peel the curtain back really quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's something that came up in my mind and something that uh, in their interviews after the Rumble, I think is something that Jade and Bianca both stressed um, being uh, women of color in the wrestling industry. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Do you feel like in my immediate response, I was like, we can't have them. We can't have them go against each other. That's why I said too much too soon. Like, I want to see Bianca and Jay Cargill team up and kick the crap out of the women's division together. Mm-hmm. But I also thought of the fact that I feel like sometimes on both the men's side and the women's side, the men and women of color are always put together. Is mm-hmm. it is it good for the industry having two women of color going like we saw with Bianca and Sasha, like it's not something we see very often. What's your take on that of them possibly going head to head at WrestleMania and the story that would come with it? Wow. Phil, you really, you really respect. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel it, it adds to the culture. It adds so much more to what, women of color do for this business and the sacrifices they made and everything they've done in this business to get a, to get to where they need to be. Now, yes, I agree with you. It always seems to happen that they're teamed up, but a mm-hmm. match of that magnitude between Jay Cargill and Bianca Belair is box office. Mm-hmm. It is a pivotal move that not only sets up your current star in Bianca, but your future star with Jade. Mm -hmm. And that match, I hate to say it, might trump both women's title matches. In magnitude. In magnitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's from my heart. That's how I feel. Yeah. Now, I know the women's titles are, do mean something, absolutely, but a match of that magnitude is just, it means so much more than a championship. It means yeah. so much more. Yeah. Yeah, because immediately, like I said, my immediate reaction was, we need to put the, we need to put them together. And then I said that in my mind, and I paused. I was like, but we always do that. Mm-hmm. And that's why outside of Sasha and, Sasha and Bianca match, that's what made me think of it. It's like they're all, you know, everybody's always in a stable or a faction together. Always, always, mm-hmm. always, always, always never fail. They're always in a faction 
or in a tag team or some type of mm-hmm. way they're together. We don't always need that. I want the competition sometimes. I want to see yeah. two women get that equal opportunity to put on a match mm-hmm. of the year candidate or caliber. Like let them let these two rock. Let Jade and Bianca rock. I need this match at WrestleMania. I need it. I'm gonna... I feel like a lot of the women's matches, I need to happen. Mm-hmm. There is no, it should happen. It should, you know, maybe. No, it needs to happen. Bianca and Jade being number one on my list of needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And then the two women's championship matches in my head that I know should be happening. Would you rather see what combination of Bianca, Naomi, and Jade Cargill, would you like to see going head to head? One on one. Yeah. Would you rather see Jade and Naomi or Jade and Bianca? Jade and Bianca. Me too. Naomi could be further down the line for either one of those women. Mm-hmm. Since I feel in my head they're all going to be on the same brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. let's do it. Let's, let's. Let's start the wheels turning. We've already got them rolling. Let's do it. Let's hop over back to the men's Royal Rumble really quick because I don't think we really need to say much about the other two matches other than I was so angry. Like, no, let me do it. I was so angry about Kevin Owens because mm-hmm. I hate Logan Paul that much. But the story to be told in that match was chef's kiss with the brass knuckles. When's the last Absolutely. time you saw a ref disqualify somebody for using brass knuckles? When the last time we saw a ref with perfect 2020 vision? That's right. On on the downswing of the three count. <laughs> yes. On the yes. downswing of the three count. Yep. Uh it was a great story told and I and I think Logan and KR are going to have a mm-hmm. rematch at Chamber. So I do. Yep. Under a step, under a step. Yep. Um little did we know that Randy Orton was foreshadowing the men's Royal Rumble on SmackDown the night before, referencing that the magic number at the Royal Rumble was going to be 15. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Cody comes out at 15, has his full entrance. Which, my, I got to tell you, sidebar, my, my, my boy Cliff, he was like, <laughs> Is Cody going to get his full entrance? And me and Jess just <laughs> looked at him and we're like, yes. Well, why? Because he's Cody Rhodes. Because he's Cody fucking Rhodes, dude. Yeah. And he and he literally got his full entrance with Pyro. And he was like, damn, is that necessary? I was like, yes. Yo, I thought, we were gonna, I thought we were going to close the show to end before Cody got to the ring. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! And that was like eight people later. <laughs> yes, yes. And it, and and it was it was man, mm-hmm. the rumble was just something. Okay, the men's rumble wasn't bad. That ending though was very shocking when we got to the final four. Yes, Drew, Did, Cody, Drew, Cody, Punk, Gunther. Yep, a great, um, great final four. Great final four. Mm-hmm. Um, very. I, I, I stupidly picked Punk. Boy, was I wrong? Boy, do I look stupid? I stupidly picked Gunther. <laughs> I stupidly, yeah. I know. 
I was gonna go. Yeah, you picked Gunther. I picked Punk. At least mine made it to the final two. Exactly. Yours made it to the final three. Yep. Um. But I like the story that was told. Mm-hmm. I hate the aftermath because now Punk is out of Mania. Yeah. Which sucks. It sucks for him. Like yep. the dude can't catch a break. So I'm thinking, like Mania next year. 41 mm-hmm. has to be in Chicago. If they did a Soldier Field in Chicago, dude, that would be a pretty good spot to do it. Mania 41. That would be a CM damn Punk good Man- spot. CM Punk main events, WrestleMania. I would mm-hmm. be like, nope, that's fine. Yep. Nope. You don't need to question it. He should be there, and I'm not going to. So let's talk about this, the road to WrestleMania now, because – um as heartbreaking as it was to see CM Punk announce that he is out for WrestleMania. And let's be honest, guys, he's going to be out at least probably six to eight months with a, with a triceps tear. I'm going to presume, and that's the worst case, presuming that it was a full tear off the bone. Um, So you're looking at a good six to eight months. CM Punk is not John Cena guys, Mm-mm. unfortunately. So um, rest up, heal up, man. And uh, you know what? It was also good to hear him talk about, which I think is something he did previously while he was away from wrestling, but the whole idea of putting everything into perspective, um, especially for those of you who are not only huge wrestling fans, but huge music fans, um, you know, uh, calling out the name of one of his best friends, Chad Gilbert, the lead guitarist of Newfound Glory, who is uh, currently... Um, fighting his own his own cancer battle, so um, you know it, it did it. He did a great job of putting things into perspective, as always, and kind of forcing us to take the step back at things. Um, but in the ring, I love the idea now of Seth goading Cody, right? At you know, wanting wanting him now, and we mm-hmm. get. Listen, we get to we get one more bite at the apple in in the Cody in the Cody Seth trilogy. Hell fucking yeah, I'm in on that. I, I think I honestly think WWE put themselves in a no lose position to have Cody, no matter who he picks, whether it's Roman or Seth. Or absolutely can't lose. Cannot thing. lose. No, no, no. Yes, he can. No, no, no. Here's my thing. Here is my thing no, with this. We can't lose. We can't we, lose. We, it's, uh, yes, we can. I do not want Cody Seth for him at Mania because Cody's going to win. No. No. I do not. You just want this? You just want the, the one finger going up? No. Acknowledged? Cody, Cody clearly stated, I want you. I heard that man from my seat. Go, mm-hmm. I want you. No, no, no. I don't want you. You, Roman. You. Mm-hmm. That's who he wants. And then Seth came out with the choose me. Pick me. Love me. Why not me? This is the title you should be going after. But the choice of words to say this is the work. This this world championship is the workman's title. This is the one that your father would have gone after. This is the one he'd be proud to have you see, rather than Mister Glody Showboat over there, 
on on the island of relevancy population one okay but seth can't talk he's been universal champion too Mm -hmm. and he was a workhorse when he had it it doesn't matter it's the man listen it's the man that makes the title Mm -hmm. so if cody were to choose roman then there would be two workhorse champions within wwe Okay, I'm going to throw this out there then. Okay? Cody chooses Roman. Yes. Okay? Pulls off the miracle of miracles. Beats Roman at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And this whole this whole conversation that Seth has with Cody is a prelude to Cody's heel turn. The Cody heel, the heel Cody that we saw in AEW, where he tried so hard and did everything he could to be so righteous and pious and and genuinely wholesome that it turned him into the holier than thou. I'm the I'm a bigger mark than you could ever be. What if that was what if that was the story to be told that he goes and this title actually um subverts him. I don't think it does because we've never gotten that Cody with a world championship and a major company. Um but if we got it but if we got it at AEW without him having a title, imagine the story that could be told about him trying so being such a try hard with the title. No, I don't think that's what you do. Cody is the all lovable baby face right now. There's no need to turn him. There's no need to even think that. I love your logic, and we could eventually get to that, but I think that happens when he loses the title. That's mm. the downfall. Cody losing the thing that that um has eluded him. But here's the thing that you that people are forgetting. Cody last year tried to do this for his dad. Mm-hmm. This year it's for him. That's right. It's for Cody. No one else. I'm not doing this for my dad. I'm doing this for me. I'm mm-hmm. going after the title for me. This isn't... Yep. And he can tell that directly to Seth. Yes. My dad has never been world champ, world heavyweight champion. Yep. But I want to be universal champion. Mm. I want to be the one that beats the one. Yep. The only one. I want to be the person who takes down the tribal chief, something you've tried multiple times and have never been able to do. Fair fair point. Everyone that has gone against Roman Reigns has failed, myself included. This is just me cutting out Mm -hmm. Cody. But I will not fail. I know you've you've tried and failed against Roman. We all know. Yeah, and I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Of course. You, you, you. Yeah, I've tried. That guy's a hundred in, in WWE 2K. He is yeah. 100 overall. <laughs> he is very difficult to beat. I've tried to do that with Cody. It takes like six crossroads to keep him down. I am inevitable. He <laughs> inevitable. is. He, he inevitable. He is. And I just don't get the logic with Seth of, well, why not me? Are you upset because the guy you really wanted to face can't? And you know you're a marked man now because everybody knows you're a target? If anything, mm-hmm. you know who should be going after Seth? Drew should. Drew McIntyre 
winning the title in front of a crowd at WrestleMania over Seth Rollins. As much as I love Seth, he's odd man out in this situation. You mean Drew McIntyre winning the Elimination Chamber and going after Seth Rollins? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. But another idea that I heard and I actually do like, Mm -hmm. what if Sami Zayn inserts himself into this a la Daniel Bryan? Sammy versus Drew versus Seth at Mania. You are not only keeping Seth safe, you are adding a second person. Sammy versus Drew for the World Heavyweight Championship is a genius idea. Mm-hmm. And and remember, Sammy did say before Drew put him on the shelf for two months, my goal is to become World Heavyweight Champion. Yep. And I will do it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Before the year is over, I will become World Heavyweight Champion. By the way, speaking of I will do it, should we do some uh, three and a half minutes Vengeance Day predictions? Man, five and a half minutes? Yeah, you know what? I just want to no. Oh, there's one more thing I want to touch on before we move on. All right. Yeah. The women. Let's talk about that really fast. Um, I think we are setting up to an elimination chamber with six women again. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the final six. And I am very impressed with who they may have in the running for it. Tiffany Stratton, Jade Cargill, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and I'm forgetting one more person. I Uh, feel like I'm... You said Liv, right? Yep. Yeah. Liv, Becky, Tiffany, Jade... Crap. I don't want to look up the picture right now, but damn it. I am blanking on this right now, but you get it. You get it. Mm -hmm. I I see it. And I, and I, and another thing before we move on, everybody on the internet, please stop complaining that Nia Jackson facing Rhea at elimination chamber. Nia is the most solid pick to possibly go with. It's the best pick. I know you guys want Liv versus Rhea, yeah. and we'll get to that eventually. We're going to touch mm-hmm. on that story again. But yep. Nia versus Rhea makes the most sense because anyone that goes up against that woman in Australia is automatically a heel. Yes, exactly. Automatically. So why not just – exactly. Why not just do it? Yep. Why not? It, it mm-hmm. It's the perfect idea. You can't go wrong with it. It is what yep. it is. Brother Phil, is there anything you want to touch on before we close out with some Vengeance Day predictions? No. I'm good, brother. All right. Well, yep. this Sunday. Sunday, that's right. This Sunday, not Saturday. Sunday, Sunday, remind, Sunday. I had to remind myself that it's this Sunday. Vengeance Day from NXT will be taking place this weekend. And there is a one, two, three. Six card match. A six match card. card, Six six match card. And I'm going to start. We're just going to run through the quick predictions. Uh, Six person tag match. The family versus OTM. Who you got? I got the family. I got the family too. You never go against Tony D'Angelo. 
a match that was just announced this weekend, this week on NXT, and I am so excited for it. If mm-hmm. you've seen the the story behind it, Phil, have you? No. Which one? Joe Gacy and um Dijak. Oh, I love Joe Gacy trying to do everything he could to be positive and try to try to get himself going. And, and, and then no, I. Yep. Did you see? Did you see the beatdown? Yes. Yes. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. And he was like, "How is he even gonna compete?" He can't even stand up right now. No disqualification. He jumped out the gun. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I, I I have a feeling though that Dijak is gonna murder kill Joe Gacy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got Dijak. I got Dijak taking the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Oh. Trick and Trick Mellow Gang versus Brom Breaker and Baron Corbin, aka the War Dogs. I think you get uh, Wolf Dogs all the way. Wolf dogs. Wolf, wolf dogs. dogs. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I got wolf dogs winning. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Oba Femi, the man who was single-handedly chopped Dragon Lee into oblivion while still holding on to his championship on NXT, defends yep. said cha- North American championship against Dragon Lee. I got Oba Femi retaining. Keep on chopping, Oba. That's it. Keep on chopping. For the NXT Women's Championship, Lyra Valkyria defends against Roxanne Perez. Uh, Roxanne Perez, great showing in the women's rumble. Um, I think, uh, I think Lyra retains though. Facts. I agree. Mm-hmm. In our main event. So trick is pulling double duty, double duty trick. Uh, yep. it is Ilya dragon off the mad dragon, defending the NXT championship against trick Williams. Who you got? I got Ilya and I got mellow finally flipping the coin on trick. Yep. Vengeance Day always. It was me all along. Trick. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and the Trick Mellow Gang will rest in peace, and we will have our matches stand and deliver. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Good Brother Wade. He's Good Brother Phil. This is another fantastic episode of New Normal Wrestling. We will see you next week with a brand new episode. Peace. Salute. We're out. Later. Love you. Wow. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to New Normal Wrestling, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Go check out the many ways you can support the network by visiting our link tree found in the description of this episode. Give NNW a follow on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Normal. Be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. We are New Normal Wrestling and we bid you adieu with a goodbye, a good night, and we'll see you when we're looking at ya. Bang! Yeah, yeah, yeah.